Welcome to the Quite Audacious Podcast with Amanda Swiger. I am a self-made, rebellious and bold, multi-six-figure wedding and boudoir photographer with a deep belief that doing things my own way is why I've been so successful. I'm now taking that love of audacious, rebel-minded thinking and helping other photographers build the lives and businesses that they're in love with, all while still working with clients and taking you along for the ride. No topic is off limits here, so expect a lot of honest conversations, in-the-moment riffs, business and life advice, tough love, and of course, talking with you about all the ways you can work with me and to create the life that you've been dreaming of. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get into it, y'all. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Quite Audacious Podcast. I really love the topic slash conversation we are going to have today on the podcast because... It is one of those things that when I started noticing this trend in myself, I was like, oh my gosh, this is powerful. Um, And I think it's one of those things that so many people underestimate and it is around what to do when you feel like, or you notice that no one is booking, um, when you're not getting any new inquiries or you're not getting any new bookings and, um, I posted about this over my Instagram a little while ago, but I was like, I feel like this is one of those things that I need to turn into a podcast because I just think there's so much in this. So, um, I had gone through a phase where I had gotten no bookings and honestly no inquiries. And if you are somebody who, you know, has a business that relies on new people booking with you, um, that can feel really scary. Uh, especially when I was starting to look at my calendar for 2024. Um, I was like, there's quite a few months where I don't have anything that makes me have anxiety. Um, and I started spiraling a little bit on that. I was like, Oh no, am I going to need to like get another job? If you are an entrepreneur, you understand that that is always this like thing in the back of your mind, whether it's because you've had in-laws or friends or even your own fricking parents say to you, you know, you know what you, you might have to get a real job. Uh, it, it, it does harp away in the back of your mind sometimes of like, fuck, have I, have I, have I finally gotten to the point where I, you know, this business isn't going to work for me. And so when I realized that that's what was happening, I took a few steps, um, that I subconsciously was doing. And now that I've recognized it as a pattern, I can see how it really does change things. And I wanted to walk you through those steps because I think they're huge. Um, so the first thing is. It sounds so simple, y'all, but acknowledging how I'm feeling um, and acknowledging that the spiral of like, no one's inquiring. That means nobody's booking. That means I'm not going to make any money. And if I don't make any money, then I'm, then I'm going to be a failure and this business is not going to work. Um, recognize that that's what's happening in your own head. I think that sometimes people just want to like jump to the like fixing part and acknowledging that and saying like, okay, that's what's happening in my head right now. We all go through seasons of doubt and fear. We all have times in our businesses where it feels like we're never going to get another client. Um, And just being like, I understand that that's what I'm feeling. It's okay that I'm feeling that way. But also, what can we do when I'm feeling like this? So that brings me to point number two. Um, I have a list of tasks. I call them needle moving tasks. I borrowed that phrase from one of my mentors, Katie. Um, And what that means is what are tasks that I can do in my business to move the needle, to actually get things done and help raise the energy 
Um, and for me, those things are blogging. Um, I'm not the most consistent with this. I am better than maybe people who don't blog at all. But um, whenever I blog stuff and I'm more consistent with my blogging, I know that I do better on Google and that brings in more leads. So when I notice that I'm not getting a lot of bookings, um, one of my needle moving tasks is to go blog. Um, one of my other needle moving tasks is to follow up with past leads that have gone quiet. Um, I will sit down and kind of, I have a template email that I use and then I will personalize it and I will go through any open inquiry that I have and just follow up with them. And I'm not going to lie y'all, most of those people don't respond to me, but on occasion I'll have somebody like, oh my God, I got sick or I had something going on with work and I still definitely want to work with you. Thank you for following up. Um, and even if one person responds, you know, if I send 20 emails and one person books, that's one new client. Um, that makes me feel great. One of the other things I like to do when I am in kind of a slump of feeling like I'm not getting clients is updating my portfolio, updating it on my website, updating on things like The Knot and Zola. Uh, I have a free account on both of those, Wedding Wire as well. Um, it's just, you know, if you... Sometimes you can go like a long time without updating those if you don't think about it. And, you know, we're always getting better and improving. And so I, I try to put my best images up on places like that. Um, and then the other thing I like to do is ask for reviews for my past clients. I, um, in this example from uh, a little bit ago, I put on Instagram stories, you know, hey, if you're a past client of mine, Here's a link to my Google um, and my not account. If you are, you know, able and loved your experience, I'd love for you to leave me a review. This helps me get new clients. Um, people generally like to feel helpful. And I have found that this is a really great way for me to kind of get a little energy going. And also, uh, n new reviews are not going to hurt you. <laughs> And it's not something that I do all the time. Uh, I would say that probably twice a year I find myself in kind of one of these like slumps of business. And so kind of being able to use that as a push to do some of these things that maybe I don't do all of the time, it, it, it moves the needle. It, it gets energy going. It shifts how I'm, it makes me go from being like, oh, I'm going to have to quit to Here's all the things that I can do. Um, and I'm not going to lie to y'all. It does not mean every time that I do these things that I automatically, you know, get a rush of new inquiries. But just doing something does shift how I show up. And I feel like when I show up from a I'm really good at my job and people want to hire me place, the clients always come. I, I, it's never not worked, which leads me to my next point. Um, one of the other things that I like to do when I am really, really feeling shitty is to look at <laughs> the past. Has there ever been a phase in my business like what I'm going through now? Yes. What happened? I, I did tasks or I updated things or eventually 
you know, sometimes the, like the summer for me for wedding inquiries tends to be a little slow. Although this summer it wasn't slow. My spring was slow. That's normally busy. But just looking at, I track my leads. I track my bookings. When did they come in? How long did it take for them to book? All those things. Just seeing the proof of what I've been able to do in the past recalibrates the way I think about the present. Um, it's probably one of my favorite things that I learned back when I was in school to be a therapist is you know, shifting the way you think of things is so fucking powerful. I look at how I have been able to manifest things in the past. And I share this in my Instagram story um, about this. And I, I, it's kind of one of those stories that if you're around here for a while, you'll probably hear me talk a lot about. But um, I had said I wanted to buy a house in cash at the end of 2020, uh, within the next three years. And like two months later, we were putting in an offer on our now home in cash, about $122,000 house. She's not expensive, but, um, we took from retirement accounts and cash that we had, um, and purchased it outright. And when we were getting ready to move in and our offer had been accepted and all the things I was like, we don't, this house doesn't even have a refrigerator. It doesn't have a washer and dryer. And we, you know, we've sunk all of this cash into this house. What the fuck are we going to do? And I was like, we need $33,000 or 20, I think it was $29,000 to bring in, like to be able to afford all of this stuff for our house, closing costs and all, all the things that come with moving. And somehow knowing that that was the money I needed to bring in, I just started looking. I was like, I'm going to book mini sessions for a boudoir. I'm going to, you know, really see if I can run a, a giveaway with past clients about getting them to share me on Instagram. I just thought of all these different ways that I could make money and it just hit it running, believing that I could shifting that energy from this is never going to work to there's all these different ways this could work. Um, and so we were able to buy all of the things we wanted for our house, maybe I had to settle on my refrigerator. I'm looking at it right now while recording this podcast episode and I still fucking hate this refrigerator. She's not my favorite. Um, but we were able to buy a refrigerator. We were able to buy a washer and dryer. We were able to paint the house. We were able to put in new flooring and I was able to do that because I believed in what was possible. So shifting that inside of myself, um, is honestly, I think the biggest lesson there. Um, and I think that like, there are so many different needle moving tasks, depending on the kind of business you run. If you're a boudoir photographer, you know, can you put up some educational blog post content and then send it out to an, as uh, an email to your past clients, to people who've reached out to you? Can you take this season where you don't have inquiries coming in and maybe business is a little slow to finally build out that email list you've been saying you want to have or update the studio or blog all those sessions that have been sitting on your computer. What are the things that you can do that when you do them, not only shift your energy, but are things that do help bring in clients. Blogs, posts will boost your SEO, which will put you in front of other people. Can you run a, a giveaway or a sale? Can you collaborate with other vendors? Can you, um, Find out if there's maybe a local lingerie store that you can do a collaboration with. 
there are so many ways that you can shift that energy and do things that get you in front of more people. And I've never had it not work. And I think that is one of those things that I, like I said, I, I didn't see it as a pattern, but I am naturally by nature a like fixer. I want to fix things. So inevitably when I start feeling kind of that like ebb and flow of business and things are kind of not going so great, I'm like, okay, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And then I would notice that when I would do things and the energy would shift, the clients would come. They've never not come. And I think the other thing I want to say around this too is that like so much of my process is letting go of the, like the how and the what. I, like when I wanted that $29,000, I looked it up, it was $29,000 when we bought our house. I knew that was the amount of money, but I was like, I can make it here and I can make it here and I can make it here and I can make it here. I could do this. I could do that. And I just kind of opened myself up to all of these different options and I would like write a bunch of blog posts. Okay, let me schedule them. Let me drip them out over the next, you know, six weeks or six months or whatever it was. Let me, you know, run the sale over here. Let me kind of, I would just kind of dip into a bunch of different things, execute an idea and then move on to the next one. And that momentum gets behind you and people feel it. My clients, you know, your clients get excited when they're like, wow, look what you're doing. I want to be a part of that. Or, you know, you're excited about something and that excitement wears off on other people. I also think that when you're asking for reviews from a place of like, hey guys, I really want to get me in front of other people. And if you really loved working with me, this would help me rather than just a, hey, can you write a review? People want to feel like they're helping you. Um, And I don't think that enough people use that to their advantage. I'm not saying be manipulative. I'm not saying be slimy or sleazy. Please don't. But being like, hey, inquiries are a little down right now. The economy has been terrible. One of the things you can do that costs you nothing other than a few minutes of your time is to share your favorite photo to your Instagram and tell them why you loved working with me that you can then take that same thing you wrote and copy it and put it in a Google review or a not review. People are like, oh, I can take five minutes and do that. And maybe it's five new reviews, but that's five new reviews you didn't have. And those things add up. I think one of my favorite, and I don't know where I heard this, but I heard it years, decade ago, probably. Honestly, I think it came from college, but it's all adding up. And I deeply, deeply believe that on my good days. On some days, no, I'm like, nope, I want to fucking close it all down and say, forget about it. And I think that's one of my first point of like acknowledging it. Some days, y'all, I just burn it down for a day. <laughs> I close my laptop. I say today, uh, Swagger Photography doesn't exist. I am just Amanda. I'm not a business owner. I'm going to color or go to the grocery store, or buy candles from HomeSense, because those are things that make me happy, and I just let that be enough for that day. And then the next day, I figure out what are things I can do to put gas in the tank, and to put my foot on the pedal, and let's just go. Um, and so I, I, like I said, I just, I feel like this is one of those things that, like, seems so simple, but it has drastically changed the way I show up as a business owner. And it's one of those things that like, I just don't hear people talk about. 
It's not something that's, you know, shared in the Facebook groups I'm in for photographers. It's not something I hear educators talking about. And for me, that is so much the heart of the Amanda Swiger of V-Day is kind of having these conversations of sharing things that are maybe simple and again, my way is not the right way. Maybe for you, it is not blogging. Maybe for you, it's other tasks. Maybe for you, it's actually getting out of your business. Maybe for you, what you need to do, your needle moving tasks are, I actually have a one-to-one -one client that was talking about this with me this past week, that like for her, her needle moving tasks is getting focused on her. It's when was the last time you went for a walk? When was the last time you um, didn't work? When was the last time you planned a date night with your husband? When was the last time you, you know, went to yoga? When was the last time you cared for yourself? And when she gets into those tasks and caring for herself, that's moving the needle for her. There's no right or wrong, y'all. It's an acknowledgement that you can change the energy, but you have to be aware of what changes the energy for you. And that's self-reflection. And that's honesty and it's radical responsibility. And I just, I don't know. I think I'm going to keep bringing more and more of these conversations and topics to this podcast because yes, it's for photographers, but I also just feel like these are things that long before I was a photographer, I think I wish I would have had access to or heard people talking about, um, because how you show up does matter. So that's what I've got on that. And I'm actually going to say this too. If you are listening to this podcast and you are like, my needle moving activities are different. I would love to hear them. I'd love to be able to make a follow-up to this podcast of like, what's some other needle moving gas in the tank activities for you? What helps you get out of that spiral? DM me on Instagram at the Amanda Swiger and let me know. Um, I'd love to be able to share some of these in a follow-up podcast episode because I just... I think we all have our own ways of going about this and I think it'd be really cool to uh, make a follow-up to this sometime. So if that is you, you know where to find me and if you have something you want me to tackle on this podcast or if you are interested in either V-Day or working with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can also message me over at the Amanda Swagger and we can chat all the things. Um, and yeah, thank you guys for coming back for another episode and I will see you here again next week. Until then, stay audacious, y'all, and uh, <laughs> keep moving the needle forward. All right. I'll see y'all next time.